This is a Life Better podcast where we talk about how life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. I'm Jonathan Gleason. This is Josh Doolin. Hey. And Josh, I'd like to start today by asking a couple of questions that everyone can answer as you're listening. <laughs> okay. But this is specifically to you, Josh. Okay. Have you ever talked yourself out of exercise and into <laughs> dessert? Yes. Okay, me yes. too. Totally. I, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had one of those moments where you told yourself, I'm waiting for the right time, I'm waiting for the right moment, I'm waiting for fill in the blank, and then that right time, that right moment passed you by, and you kind of have that, darn it, I can't believe I missed it. Yes, absolutely. Me too. <laughs> All right, last one. Have you ever avoided a problem, tried to hide from a problem, maybe danced around a problem rather than just tackling it head on and dealing mm. with it in a healthy way. Any procrastination. Have you ever done anything Absolutely. like that? Absolutely, yes. So I can answer yes to all of those and probably about a billion other poor decision making. But that's where we're headed today. We're going to be talking about how we can make better choices and at the same time avoid poor choices. Uh, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today, I think really it's highlighted in our lives because if you don't know this, Josh and I are pastors. Mm -hmm. And as pastors, we have the unique opportunity to walk with people through disasters that they're in, yeah. Yeah. that they're trying to dig themselves out of. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes those disasters have come because of poor decisions that they've made. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that I have noticed, and not this isn't all the time, but one of the things that I've noticed is often they didn't see it coming. Mm, it's one of those yeah. things that just kind of snuck up on them. But as the casual observer, I think to myself, really? You, mm -hmm. you, you didn't see it coming? Mm. Some of the choices that you've been making for years have led to this, yeah. whether that's a broken marriage or possibly a unplanned pregnancy mm. or some other relational issue. And it leaves me wanting to ask the question, okay, why is it that sometimes we cannot discern the traps that we actually lay for ourselves? Yeah. And at the same time, like, how can people avoid making poor choices? So that's the direction that's that we're headed. And uh, one of the things that we're going to do, just to kind of think through, uh, like, how to make better choices is really tackle that question, okay, why can't people see this? And mm -hmm. how can they avoid it? I think it comes down to self-leadership. Self-leadership. If you are able to lead yourself well, you see the traps, and you're able to uh, avoid disaster. Yeah. Now, self-leadership is a really broad topic. Um, so we're going to kind of at least get your minds thinking about some people who may have led themselves well and may not have led gotcha. okay. themselves well. I was wondering how you were going to tie in this game and now I completely see it. So that's good. So, so we've got a game. It's called Birthday Cake. And it's a simple <laughs> game where we're going to name some famous people and Josh and I are going to have to try to figure out how old they are now. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing though. When you hear some of these names, you're immediately probably going to think of well, you know what? They, they've led themselves well. Mm. Or you're going to think, oh, yeah, no, they're kind of a train wreck and they're known mm. for being a train wreck. Now, we mm. are not going to pick on them. Mm -hmm. We are not going to kick them when they're down. But as we you might hear, on accident. And maybe on accident, <laughs> but we're not going to be the ones defining who the train wrecks are yeah. and who's not. You'll just hear some of the names and hopefully this will begin to allow you guys to kind of think through, you know, self-leadership is actually important. Okay. okay. So I did not prepare these. I had my wife prepare these, so okay. I do not know the answer. Cool. But uh, I'm going to read these, and I'm going to let you guess first, and then I'm going to guess. I'm we'll guessing age, right? Age. age. The age of these Got famous it. people. Got it. The person that's closest to that correct age wins the point. Okay. Okay. Bono from U2. Mm. Are you familiar with who Bono is? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> Which helps me a little bit. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> establish, like, an, a time old. frame. 
I'm gonna guess <clears throat> he is 56 years old. 56, you know, I, I think he might be in his 60s. I'm gonna go with 60. Okay, okay. You said 56? Yeah. All right, the correct answer is 62. 62, well What did done. I say, 60? You did say 60, so okay. you got that. Wow. Well done. He is older than I thought, but uh, <laughs> only by, by two years. Okay, the next one is Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Um, I'm gonna let you guess first this time. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> say 58. 58. See, I was thinking 60, so I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go 63. 63? 57. 57. How are you so good at this? I, I have no idea. Well done. I, honestly, this, these, these people are probably more in my age group mm. than yours. Some of them no, are. I mean, what are you? 40? I'm 42. 42. So, okay. Okay. Eh, I, I was like, I remember the 40th like year. Like you're younger than these guys. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Okay. Now you know who Mike Tyson yes, is. Yes, right? and I've seen him recently okay. in videos and stuff, and he definitely looks a lot older than. Mm, mm, I don't think he's that old though. He's got to be like mm, 50. 50? Yeah, I have I have that in my head as well. I'm I, I'm going to be cheap, and I'm going to go 51. I'm just going to go one older. Older. Yeah, I think maybe I should have guessed first. Then you can like <laughs> snipe my answers. Okay, the answer. Oh, 56. <laughs> he is 56. Okay. I have I got good. all the answers you have, so far? You have. <laughs> I do feel good though, because normally I'm bad at this, and I've been within like five or six years every single time. That's true. You're not too um, far off. I've Mike Tyson definitely one that I think you know, despite letting people beat him up, has taken care of himself. It's true. Does that makes sense. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, how about this one? Um, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Oh, how old you is he? You want me to go first? Sure. I should probably sure, go sure, first. Sure. Uh, I'm going to say 58. Or, excuse me, 48. I'm going to say, say 50. No, no, no. I'm going to go 48. I think he's 48. older than I am. Maybe I've gone too high, but I think he's definitely in his 40s. I'll, I'll go 45. Because okay. he looks great still. 50. No way. He's 50, he's 50 years he looks, old? He looks great for being 50. Oh, man. All you creep. Creepy little ladies who are in their twenties <laughs> were like, "I want to marry the Rock." Dwayne. He's gonna look awful in yeah, like 10, 15 years. He takes really good care of himself. He does. I think if we're just gonna like say someone who's probably made some really good life choices, I think he's probably on that mm -hmm. list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. Iron Man. Should I go first? Sure. Gosh. Because you're destroying me. I'm gonna game. go. I'm gonna go. Let's go. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Is that way too high? I don't know. I don't know. He's one who's made poor life choices, and I think it makes him look older than he is. That could be. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, 50. Okay. Let's see. 57 how, on the dot. How oh did you my do goodness. That? I promise you that my wife prepared these. I did not see them at all before. That's, that's <laughs> oh, good. Man. Oh, wow. Okay. Michelle Obama. Mm. You want me to go first? You can. I think I have at least a close. I, I think she's in her 50s. I'm going to go 55. Okay. Okay, that fifty-eight was in my head. I know okay. that I know that Obama was one of our younger presidents. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, but I don't think that he was like. I mean, he's definitely in his fifties at least, and I was assuming that they were around the same age. So you're so going with fifty-eight. Okay, what was I saying? Fifty-five. Fifty-five. I think is what you said. Fifty-eight on the yes! money, Josh. Your first point, <laughs> Michelle Obama. Woo! <laughs> All right, this is second to last. Second to last, Kim Kardashian, one of our younger ones, I think. You want to go first? You want me to? I don't know. Go ahead. She's got to be younger than me, though. I don't know. I was going to go thirty. I'm going to go thirty-eight. 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 Mm, Forty-two. Oh, on the money! What? Gosh. Well, you should get <laughs> double points. Back. You should get Come double back. points for those. All right, last one. 
Man, I, I honestly, wait, what was that? She was, she's the same age as me. Exactly the same exactly. age as me. Okay. I thought she was So now me. you know. Now I know. Same age as Kim. <laughs> Sandra Bullock is the last one. Sandra Bullock. Mm, this one's gotten me before in real, like, I, uh, I thought, I, I think I actually know. Um, I'm going to guess first. I'll guess, I think she's like 55. I think she's in her 50s. I'm going to be cheap and I'm going to say 56. Okay, go for it. 58! I am a scammer. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, you man, know what? I knew it was near that. Yeah. I, I, I think that I beat you, beat you, beat you uh, cleanly and fairly. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But that was fun. That was yeah, fun. Yeah. And hopefully as you heard some of those names, you're thinking through, yeah, those people led their lives well and maybe others didn't. And hopefully this mm -hmm. will help you as you're thinking, you know, I want to live my life really well because that's what, that's what we're talking about and how to do this. Um, so one of the things that I want to just start off by asking is um, why talk about leadership in the first place? Because it is such, I, I think almost at times an oversaturated topic. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason why we want to tackle this, not just this month, but probably even next month, self-leadership is because I think our group greatest leadership challenge faces us in the mirror every single morning. I think you and I Absolutely. are our own greatest leadership challenge. Absolutely. So I read recently that there are roughly uh, 8,794 books that you can currently buy on leadership, which means it's a massive topic. It yeah. is so massive. It's like, really, what it... What are two pastors going to be able to like reveal when it comes to leadership? Yeah. Uh, so we have a little bit of help from a guy named Jeremy Kingsley who has narrowed down exactly what leadership <laughs> is <laughs> so that you can know exactly what you're striving for. All those for. books summed up. <laughs> what, does Jeremy, what does Jeremy say leadership is? It says, a leader is someone who brings people together and guides them towards a common goal, creates vision, sets direction, motivates and inspires, organizes, manages, supervises, oversees, someone who initiates, teaches, coaches, trains, empowers, handles conflict and crises, determines, is that the proper way of saying crisis, crises? Yeah, that crises. sounds pretty good. I think it's crises. Determines the value of a cause, project, or goal, is diligent, dependable, active. They don't procrastinate. They are courageous and brave. They listen, have self-control. They are aware. They assess. They evaluate, identify talents, gifts, and skills, delegate, understand uh, essentials, and pay close attention to the details. They do damage control. They confront and conf comfort. They sacrifice, communicate clearly. Like, I'm not doing. They use principles to guide decisions, and they influence people. Okay, so there it is. That's, that's it. <laughs> we can end the podcast show. right there. Super simple. We, we can just turn it off, because we're all there. You got that. I mean, right? we're, all, we're all over that. Obviously, it's a huge and very broad subject, and so what we're wanting to do is just kind of narrow it down a little bit. We're going to talk about self-leadership, and we're just going to give one challenge, one idea that you can embrace this month, particularly mm -hmm. as we're entering the new year, to begin leading yourself well. Um, before we get into that, though, uh, let me ask you, Josh, have you ever done any gardening? Uh, a little bit. What do you like planting when you do gardening, uh, if I'm, anything? So I don't really do the planting. I normally do the like trim work, okay. and Emily yeah. handles the, the planting and picking of the plants and stuff. If you had to say, this is what I like harvesting, what would you, what would you say is number one? Uh, tomatoes? Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, Hands down. Right? Absolutely. I love tomatoes. And I think gardening is really exciting and extremely boring at the same time. Mm. Like, it's boring because if you're planting from seed, like, you put that seed in the ground, you water it, and what do you see the next day? Uh, normally nothing. Nothing, right? What about <laughs> the like, day after I that? Don't think, I don't think a sprout <laughs> happens that quickly. You're not harvesting uh, any tomatoes, normally right? Normally nothing. 
you got to wait at least a week, a week and a half before mm -hmm. you see anything. And usually it just kind of rises up. It almost looks like a blade mm -hmm. of grass. And you're like, I think that might be my tomato. Are you eating any tomatoes though? No. You got to wait. Not at all. I think 60 to 100 days before yeah. you're actually able to harvest tomatoes. Mm -hmm. But when you do, like that's exciting and that's mm -hmm. awesome. You're just like, yes, and you're putting it on your sandwiches and making salsa and it's really, really great. I think this is also the, uh, true when it comes to self-leadership. Super mm -hmm. boring. Like leading yourself well can be really boring, but at the same time, when weeks turn into months and months turn into years and you actually are arriving at a desired destination because you have led yourself well, I mean, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, again, I want to just ask you, um, and again, this is a question that I think anyone can, can try to answer. Um, when it comes to your life and as you're viewing maybe this year and the next five years, yeah. like, who do you want to be in five years? Not how much money you want in the bank account, mm -hmm. not you know, how many kids or I mean, if you want to answer that, I think we're all <laughs> curious if that's ever going to happen. But uh, like when it comes to your character, is there anything mm -hmm. that comes to your mind like, you know what, in five years from now, I would like to be like this. Uh, you, you want genuine answer in there? Yeah, if you, I, if you could. I think uh, there's a few things that even just this next year that I want to try to work on, including like dependability. Mm -hmm. Like I want my yes to be yes, my no to be no. And then on top of that, I uh, like just want to be better about taking care of, this sounds really weird to be saying on, on, on podcast, but um, sometimes a lot of time, I will not take of care of my basic, like, human, like, bodily care stuff until I'm at work. And, like, it's because I either don't wake up early enough or I'm not thinking about it in the morning. Is it like, like darn it, I forgot my deodorant? So it's you're like, it's oh. deodorant or, like, brushing teeth. And I do that all daily, but it's normally, like, just scattered throughout the day. I don't have, like, specific time that I do those but things. But this year, this is the year that like, you're going to... I need to, like, have those things. I don't know. I'm just forgetful in the morning, I think. And I have all of that here. If you go into my office, you'll find all of those care products I, there. I've got a little toiletry kit in my desk mm. when I forget those things too. Okay. So yeah, no, that I makes me feel a little better. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. So here's what's interesting. You know, we all have at least a vague picture of a Who we want to be desired mm -hmm. destination. Yeah, uh, maybe we haven't written it down on paper, but we have. Like, this is what I'd like to see in five years. And every single day, we are either making decisions that are moving us towards that mm. or away from that. Mm. And unfortunately, I think because of the sinful world that we live in, most of us are taking steps further away. Yeah. And I think some of us, we, we break free uh, and we actually take steps forward and, and certainly in the power of you know, the Holy Spirit working in us, we, we can. But none of us stay the same. None of us are remaining in one yeah. place. We're either moving yeah. forward or backwards. Mm -hmm. And so we want to just offer one suggestion starting this month that you can begin implementing into your life that will be a real game changer, I think, when it comes to self-leadership. And here it is. It's a declaration that you make. It's a declaration that you live out. And here it is. I will not lie to myself, even mm. when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Mm. Let me say it again. I will not lie to myself, even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Okay, Josh, just for fun. What's the last thing that you've done that you've actually felt maybe a little bad about yourself because of? Okay, so it happened, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna say that this, this morning there was a moment. Uh, it was me leaving, uh, coming to work, and I realized I hadn't had breakfast, and I was like, oh man, I could wait and eat something a little better for myself. I'm like, yeah. I'm making a goal, like I wanna 
like cook at home as much as possible and that be my only meals like type of thing. Uh, but I was driving past McDonald's <laughs> and I was just like sausage biscuit, like yes. a dollar, really, really easy. And I, I stopped and I got one. And I was, <laughs> I, I've, I've regretted it this morning. Uh, but yeah, that was my that was my choice. I appreciate your honesty with that one. Mm. Uh, I assume feeling bad about yourself is not necessarily what you wanted to experience no, this morning. that was not my choice. <laughs> my choice uh, was, I don't know, the, 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 the smell probably uh, from the building because I live really, really close to it. <laughs> so you were actually smelling it as you were getting in your car yeah, type of thing? Oh, yeah, no, that's that's, a, it's dangerous. Yeah, no, that is dangerous. <laughs> so again, going back to self-leadership, um, our culture oftentimes tells us that like the worst thing you can do is feel bad about yourself. Yeah, the worst thing you can do is feel bad. Mm. Don't feel bad about yourself. But I think there's something a lot worse than feeling bad about yourself, and that is not doing something about what you're feeling bad about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think one of the first things that we need to do when it comes to leading ourselves well is just being really honest with ourselves and starting to ask that question, you know, why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm. Or why am I not doing what I'm, I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Because the easiest person, I think, for us to deceive, again, is that person Absolutely. staring us in yeah. the mirror. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if uh, this is something that you wrestled with this morning with the, the you know, the was it just the uh, biscuit and uh, sausage? Or yeah. do you have the egg as well? No. No I, cheese? Just, just the you know, sausage that's biscuit. Not, that's not too it bad. Was, uh, it was uh, the, the saving money aspect of, that I still chose because those are like $4. Yeah, you, you wanted to go <laughs> the cheap part, which is good because you wanted to mm -hmm. save some money. That's mm -hmm. good. So, I, again, I think oftentimes what we do is we convince ourselves of the things that we want. So mm -hmm. you're waking up, you're smelling some... You know, wonderfully smelling uh, biscuits and or is it biscuits or the English muffin? A biscuit. Okay, that's mm -hmm. even better. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you want something, our brains go into hyperdrive when it comes to convincing us that we should go ahead and do it. Yeah. And that's a dangerous place to be. Uh, in fact, let's just ask you again. What is something that you have done? You've you know you've talked yourself into. Maybe it was buying something. Yeah. Maybe it was getting something out of a relationship, and then later is like, oh, why did I talk myself into that? Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. Um, the the one that comes to mind uh, is one of the very first times I ever tried to like ask a girl out. Yes. Um, and this was in middle school. I was a very awkward kid, uh, very quiet kid. Hadn't said two words probably to this girl, but I had crushed <laughs> on her for a while. And I had convinced myself that, like, if I wrote, like, the cutest note ever, like, and just, like, handed it to her and walked away, like, that would be, like, the most romantic thing ever. She'd fall in love with me type of thing. No. Uh, it ends up, like, I'm writing this in class, and it's one of those moments where a student catches no. me writing it, takes no. it, and reads it in front of everybody. Oh and I'm just, like, devastated. Dude, that's and, a TV show, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. So did she giggle, laugh, and... Uh, she ran out of the room. She was embarrassed. <laughs> she ran out yeah. of the room. Yeah. Josh, how old were you? I was in sixth grade, so... Man. I don't know, like 12. Oh, so middle school? Yeah. Middle school? That's the, the worst. worst. Josh, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah. I felt the pain of that moment. <laughs> I hated middle school. <laughs> I did, too. The worst. I did, too. Mm. So the point is, and we've all talked ourselves into doing stupid stuff. I remember buying stock in a friend's company, convincing myself, this, this is going to be the big mm. company. We're going to make thousands. 
dude, I've lost like so much money on that mm. stupid stock. How old? How 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 long ago was that? This was mm, probably a good like a, might, a couple months ago. <laughs> no, no, no. This is <laughs> this is at least ten years ago, mm. maybe twelve to fifteen years ago. Okay. Yeah, and it, he wasn't even trying to get me to buy stock. It was like one of those things that I heard about. It. I was like, I got to be on the cutting edge. Tell me about the company. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yes, I'm gonna put. It's like no, I lost lost all of it practically. So, yeah, we we talk ourselves into doing really dumb things, and the point being. If we're going to lead ourselves well, you can't lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be brutally honest. And I think this is one of the first steps to good self-leadership. In fact, even the Apostle Paul, when he's writing to a good friend of his, Timothy, he talks about how easy it is for us to deceive ourselves mm-hmm. and at the same time then surround ourselves with people who will tell us what we want to hear even though what we're hearing isn't actually truth. Uh, Josh, if you don't mind reading that from Second Timothy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I have First Timothy marked, but it's going to take me two seconds to get there. I don't know why I did that. Second it, Timothy 3, 4? That's the one. All right. No, 4-3. 4-3. Four, four, three. Four, three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm very backwards. Uh, for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Yeah. And we do that. This is some of the things that get us into those disaster moments because we're listening to other people who are telling us things that are not true, maybe not biblical, and we start making these choices. And I think none of us want to get to a point where we're trying to dig ourselves out of a disaster. So how can we get to a point where we're actually seeing those traps that we're laying for ourselves? Just be brutally honest. So, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think, unfortunately, something that can contribute to that and it's something that I'm trying to get away from as another, like, yearly focus for me this year is uh, watching our screen time and watching mm. how much time we're spending on social media because unfortunately just unfortunately like we can be connected to people but often we only connect ourselves to people who are exactly the same way as us sure. who will be saying like oh you shouldn't feel bad about this or mm. like this is completely okay or this is like like self like the idea of self-care is nice but at the yeah. same time it's often brought up it's almost like selfish care, right? Like, sure. you know, like I, it's okay for me to be selfish all the time is, is like what, what you hear. And it's, yeah, you need to be careful about uh, spending too much time on social media, I think can only contribute to this. It, because we become what we read, we become what mm-hmm. we listen to, we become what we watch. That's just one of those principles that we see throughout mm-hmm. life. Uh, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you a practice. We've got that declaration, right? The declaration is, I will not lie to myself, even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Yeah. Then we're going to embrace a question that we can ask. And it's a really simple question, so simple that you might roll your eyes and be like, "Eh, I don't need to do that. But it's really profound. And it's this. Why am I doing this really? Like, Mm. why am I doing this really? Yeah. And again, be ruthlessly honest. Like, why am I trying to avoid this meeting really? Why do I feel like I I just have to isolate myself for five hours from people every single day playing video games? Really? Mm. Why do I want to buy that? Really? Why do I want to wear that? Really? Why am I getting so frustrated and angsty? Really? And when we ask ourselves that question, I mean, ultimately, you don't have to do anything with the truth. But I think we at least owe it to ourselves to know what the truth is. And maybe you can speak into this too. But for me, when I'm at least honest and I don't like the answer, I at least want to move towards better health. Yeah. And yeah. so it may be difficult, but because I've at least faced it, my next inclination is, okay, I should, I, I should need to do something about it. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. Ne- negative, uh, like, habits, especially in my life, even as, like, as simple as 
uh, establishing that, oh, man, for the past week or past month, every single morning I've hit the snooze button. <laughs> like, like, like that, that, like just admitting, okay, I am the problem. It's sure. not like, it's not that, you know, the world is going faster than, like every other human is existing. I can do this. Yeah. I'm either choosing to stay up too late mm. or I'm choosing to, you know, I, for me, a lot of the problem was I knew I had the ability. My phone was within reach of my head. <laughs> I just need to have it away from me yeah. and have something in the morning that I do as soon as I get up that I, like, I don't know. Just estab like, establishing that I, you know you have an issue. Um, and the issue for me was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm starting to create this pattern of either coming into work late or being really tired when I do go to places. And like all of these different things like crept up on me. And um, like just admitting like I need to fix things is the first step to any of that. So And when yeah. it comes to the you know, hitting the snooze, it's harder in the winter because it's cold oh, outside man. and you're just like, no, I don't especially, want to get out of the covers. Especially this morning when it's like it's pouring rain. rain and like you hear that as soon as you wake up, you're like, I don't want to get out. Yeah. Like, everything is telling me just to like bundle back up. Yeah, no, I get it. But so, so again, what we've talked about is just this declaration. Okay, I'm not going to lie to myself mm. even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Mm. Then we're going to be brutally honest. Okay, why am I doing this really? Why am mm. I not doing this really? And now we want to leave you with some encouragement. And I think nothing encourages more than the word of God. And so if you don't mind reading an encouraging verse in yeah. Romans chapter 8. Romans 8, 29 through 31. That's the one. Awesome. Uh, it says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? And I, I mean, there's so many great aspects mm -hmm. of these verses, but one of the things, at least when it comes to the context that we're communicating in, self-leadership is not a one-man show. Mm -hmm. We've got a God. We've got a perfect Heavenly Father who actually wants to walk with us through the journey of self-leadership. Yeah. And it's not a, you need to try harder. Hey, you need to stop that. It's a, hey, follow me. Follow me and let's do this together. So yeah. with that in mind, don't forget that life is so much better with that perfect heavenly father with community and a life filled with purpose.